everybody. Welcome to episode 251 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. Uh, welcome today. Welcome yeah. to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, how are you today? This this lovely... We live together, man. Yeah, but you know, I like to check in once in a while. It's good to kind of, uh, you know, see how things are going. Maybe there's things i didn't catch or things i forgot you know you want to have that conversation on the podcast just want to check in every once in a while you know um so i'm great how are you doing paul i'm doing okay fantastic a little tired today but um you know you you push through yeah thank you for that um so we got to having a, a little bit of time to watch some things um we We'll likely have to record two episodes next weekend and then release the following because we're going to be busy filming. So um, I don't know what's going to be going on with that or what we'll finish by that time. It's kind of crunch time now. So we're uh, like really getting close to things. And um, do I feel prepared? No. Yeah. I never feel prepared. Right. Um, I don't know. It's I'm. I'm still waiting for some catastrophic bullshit to happen because something always does. So sure. I'm just more anxious for that. I'm like, what? what's it going to be? Is it going to mm-hmm. be before when we have time to potentially remedy this issue? Or is it going to be onset when we can't do anything? So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what we do. Obviously, that week will be uh, pre-recorded, but not by much. Um I don't understand that. So like we we know people also that are like, I'm starting a podcast and then they like bank episodes for months. Yeah. Like, why would I want to listen to something that you recorded six months ago? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that the topic is like thing. whatever, but, I, you know. I've made it like, um, you know, I've set this process for us up so that it's easy so we can manage to do it every week. But maybe some people don't have that ability. You know? Well, here's the thing. I can understand not being able to record every week because that is asking a lot. I mean, if somebody were to bank episodes monthly, I can understand even, you know, like, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to do we're going to do several interviews on these two days and then we're yeah. going to just spread them out through the month. And it's like, OK, sure. Um, but some people like we've heard of people like really recording like months ahead, and then just sitting on it for like a year. And yeah. then starting the podcast, and I'm like, yeah. wow, okay. Um, I know with interviews, it's obviously a little bit more understandable because not everyone's going to be available the day that you would normally record or whatever. Oh, for so, that, for sure. Like, you know. I get recording, uh, you know, two weeks or even a month before, but I just don't understand, like, recording something and then not releasing it for a year, you know, yeah. like or, like, not having the podcast like starting it by banking episodes and then like starting a podcast god knows how many months later it yeah. seems just a little weird to me it's probably happened tons of times and i've not even realized it but just for the way we function i couldn't like it would just i would start losing track of like which one was the uh, yeah. yeah um anyway i was just like side tangent um so we we did uh, manage to sit down and watch some some stuff we watched a movie we watched a show and uh, there's tons of stuff that we still want to watch, but it's just right now, these next two weeks are probably going to be a little rough. So we have one thing that we're waiting to finish off the last of the episodes, and then we'll definitely talk about it. Um, and um, yeah, so I guess I'll just say now, because 
our show is one of spoilers, right? If you're listening to this episode and you're and and you care about what we're talking about, then you've you would have had to have seen whatever we're discussing. Otherwise, right. it's going to be completely spoiled for you. So, um, but this may be something that somebody was like, "Oh, I saw that. Or I heard about it, and I don't like why." There's a show out called Jury Duty, and it's it's very it's just like this inconspicuous kind of show, right? It can it so easily fly under the radar um it is one of the most hilarious things it's the way i guess people feel about the office i've tried to watch that show several times and despite it having actors that i like on it i don't like the show Mm -hmm. um it's just like i think that that kind of concept is tricky and it has to be done a certain way and like the office for me is almost too straightforward Mm-hmm. You know, it's literally just talking to a K. I don't know. I, I don't know why. It just that show doesn't the 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 either show that they did yeah. ours or or cross pond. Um, but jury duty, it's an it's amazing because one person is not in on it. Yeah. So it's you're like, kind what of what if the office, but one person didn't. Yeah, know. but one person didn't know, and so I think that's what made like if this was just like the office, I don't think I'd like the show as much. Yeah. Um, it's still funny because the characters are funny, like the the actors are doing such a good job. But what makes it so funny is that this guy has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And so that's what I love the most about it. And it's hard not to love anything with James Marsden. Like, let's be serious. Like, he's yeah. hilarious. But anyway, so so that show's almost done. There's still a couple episodes left. Um, if you're on the fence about it, I 100% recommend watching that show. We are like, we, we we didn't know. I saw it on an ad for something and I put it on and you were like, what is this? And I was like, just just go with it. Like, I didn't want to say anything to you about yeah. what it was, you know. And yeah. so um, I could see somebody being like, what the hell? I'm like, do I want to watch this? You want to watch it. <laughs> Especially if you're somebody who likes The Office. I think you would really like this show. Yeah. It's so well done. But so much of it, it's, you know, the, the, um, so much of that. Well, don't get gonna, too into it. No, I know. But I'm saying a concept like this, so much of that relies on the one person that doesn't know and what type of person are they. And, you know, they have to have the right kind of mix of like gullibility, but because. You're who... getting into it. Okay. <laughs> Just said not to do that. All right. Anyway, so we'll be discussing that over the next two weeks at some point. Um, So we finished the final season of Your Honor, which we had watched last year. Sure. Something like that. Early last year, something like that. Um, You know, it's the Cranston. So you're going to watch the Cranston. Like, why wouldn't you? Um, And we're also going to discuss uh, She Said, which... um, Yeah, we had to rent. We had like on one so annoying. So on one platform we had it available to rent, and on another platform it was completely free. So you do have to go through those things because Apple TV does not say, "Hey, yeah, this is available somewhere else." It just gives you the option where you pay for it. Fucking bastards. So Amazon <clears throat> does the same. Well, that's they're in cahoots together because yeah. it's it's usually Amazon. That's off. Why that's that's charging you, you for Hulu it or wherever it's free when they could just charge you for it. Yeah, but it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what deal do they have with Amazon? Because what does Apple have to gain from that? Your rental. But don't. But doesn't Amazon get that? No, not if you're on Apple Plus. I'm so Apple confused. You can rent movies and TV shows from Apple. No, but it, I'm talking about Amazon. Amazon. It's send, it, it'll send you to like another platform sometimes. Oh. It'll send you to stars or whatever and be like, here, pay for yeah, this. Yeah, they and may have like, some kind of thing where like they'll give them a, a cut if they 
can tell that it was from there. You know, I yeah. don't know. So, um, anyhow, so this was the final season of Your Honor. We were a little bit miffed that they made a second season initially because the first season at the first season ended so unexpectedly and in a, a really non-conventional kind of way, <clears throat> and we liked that. Yeah, we liked that it just kind of left you with a shocker. Um, but so we kind of. Well, was it was always dr- intended to be a one. A yeah, but, but we kind of dragged we drug our feet, drug yeah. our feet. We kind of drug our feet on this. Also, we don't like week to week, as you know. For those who who listen to us regularly, we will wait till we can binge the whole thing. So we just needed the whole thing to be over, and so I think that ended recently. Yeah. So we we're like, all right, let's yep. jump into this. These are hour long episodes ish, you know. So it's a bit of a commitment. Yep. And uh, but I I have to admit I was a little bit like. <laughs> I don't know. I liked the way it ended. You know, I yeah. just liked it being like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. and just ending it there. Ironically, the ending for the second season left me on a bigger cliffhanger than, than the, the first, first yeah. one did. The first one was just wrapped up because so, the first one was more karmic. Yeah. The first the ending for the for season one was more like, well, yeah, that's what you get. Right sucks for you it just wasn't a happy happy ending and that's what i liked about it it was an ending it wrapped everything up perfectly where it's like dead right (laughs) and all this lying and all this bullshit and trying to protect this kid and then ruining this other person's life and now there's revenge and blah 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 that whole thing ended really well the second one however i was like what yeah now I have qu- I didn't have questions the first time around. Yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happens. Well, it ends on like there's no. It's weird because they give you this illusion of a wrap up with the way that they end it. They have this big like montage at the end of all these things kind of happening where it's like everything the season built up to kind of now is seen to fru- fruition. But <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> What happened to your brain there? I wanted to make sure I pronounced it correctly. Ah. So I overpronounced it. Fruition. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, but they did purposefully, there's things that they did purposefully fo- to leave it on a cliffhanger when they didn't have to do that. Yes. And so that was my thing. It's like, why, why are you, wh- wh- I don't know if they wanted to leave themselves a door for a third season, if. The show was they like, totally did, you know, <laughs> super popular. But even before the show finished, Brian Cranston announced that that this that was, was the last season. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he did that for the first season too, probably, but I, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> there's a part of me that kind of wants a third season now. I didn't even want the second season, but because of the way they ended the second, yeah. the second one, I feel like we kind of need a third one because I'm just like, who do I ask? Well, that's the thing. It's like you know. The first season was so good. The writing and the characters are so good. You could, you can continue this forever because it's, Mm -hmm. you have such rich storytelling and you have such. It's a story on corruption. So you can just fly with that. that. But there's, you know, the, the, the characters are so well defined and so there's so much history they've built into them. And the, like I said, the writing is so good that. You want to follow these characters. You want to see what happens now because it doesn't end on any kind of like, it doesn't really wrap things up. Nor does it end on like a happy ending in any sort of way. Things get resolved. Like we figure out more about some things that were going on behind the scenes of certain things and why this happened, why that happened. But um, 
but there's it just it like you said it asks more questions than it answers especially towards the end because it's i think it also wrapped up they started tying loose ends like with everything and everybody this is why i don't think that even i don't even think that it was a, a marketing thing i think it's done it is done yeah. because they started to frantically tie up loose ends yeah. with everybody yeah. um, too quickly and too perfectly. And, and, and it was very, very rushed. Um, overall, I, I still thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Like it was a good season. And um, I kind of, I never thought I'd say this, uh, but I kind of start to look forward to things that Rosie Perez is in. I feel like she's gotten better. Yeah. I'm getting better. Uh, she's gotten better. In, in 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 her seasoning and acting like yeah. I don't know like I watched something like white man can't jump and stuff like that and it's like it's nostalgic right you know we know yeah. the dialogue and the words and all that stuff like that. but and she she was never a bad actor she's a good actor yeah but for some reason I was just always like I don't know I felt like they kept giving her the same character like she became like this girl the New York girl and it was just like all right like we've seen her play yeah. that and it's hard because she that's her accent so there's like no a, breaking that accent yeah, from her she's a very big character very not loud, but just very. Well, she present. has been loud, but yeah, yeah, she was just very over the top all yeah. the time, and so I never felt it was really getting anything in this, different. She's very much just a. But a, in several things, like subtle. we've watched her in a couple things now that she's played different characters. She's just kind of they like let her chill out a bit. Yeah. And so I look forward to her more. I'm like, oh, what is she going to do this time? You know. Yeah. And um, so I was kind of curious. I was like, all right, where does Rosie Perez come in into all of this? It was a good season. Uh, but I just like it was just it was way too rushed yeah. and it felt it felt fast like the first season I felt it felt longer I don't know episode wise if there were way more episodes I mean usually they kind of even those things out yeah uh, so it was probably the same amount of episodes but for some reason this one felt like it was going so fast and I think there were both 10 episodes but the story started wrapping up in such a weird way that it started I started to feel kind of dissatisfied with what was happening. Yeah. I mean the thing that I thought was ironic and that I liked about it and that a lot of shows don't do now um this is not uh it's not a feminist story by any means the focus was very much on Brian Cranston and his people but it sort of wrapped up in a way where the women in this in in the story all won. Well, no, I, you know, I thought about that because I thought that too. But then when I thought about it some more, I thought like, well, you know, Rosie Perez's character didn't really win. She got that guy, the the crime boss guy, on Baxter. the murder charge. But right. the crime family's still doing crime. Sure. You yeah, know? So but... she, she did get that guy, but it, you know... Yeah, but the 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 you can, you can in run comparison a crime in comparison to prison. the male characters, they all lost big time. Sure. Whereas yeah. none of the none of the female characters really lost anything. They maybe didn't get everything they wanted, but they didn't lose anything. Some got exactly what they wanted, and others got like kind of kind of got what they wanted, not so much. So if you're looking at Rosie Perez's character, yeah, like she didn't take down the Baxters, but she did get Baxter Senior yeah. in jail and uh. Well, not Baxter Senior, no, because her father—that was her father. So the she got uh, the father. Yeah, they had a different um, last name. Yeah, uh, she got him put in prison, and then Baxter is uh, 
suddenly awake. Hello, whose idea was that? Keep him, uh, keep him comatose. Like, couldn't you have just kept him comatose? Or just have him die. Like, what? Well, no, I think it's very interesting that he would still stay alive. I thought that was great. But, like, why have him open his eyes? That is, like, screaming third season. Well, so would him not dying. No, I don't think so. I think that's that that was an ironic justice that after all this, he winds up shot and comatose. Or if he had been a vegetable or something like that, it would have been like, oh, my God, you know, like uh, after all the shit that he did, like, yeah, karma. Okay, that would have been more karmic. But having him open his eyes means like it leaves up this interpretation of like. Oh, he's going to know what happened. And maybe he could get revenge. Does he get revenge? Does he not get revenge? What happens? Is he is he paralyzed? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what's going yeah. on. Uh, so I didn't like that part of it. But so Gina Baxter, she fucking wins big time. She got yeah. exactly what she wanted. Mo got exactly what she wanted. Yeah. Um, what's her face? The, the son kind of got what he wanted too. Who? The, the Baxter son. Oh, sort of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So he kind of won. A little bit. Um, he got to not wear a tie. He got to not wear a tie. Uh, Costello, she got to finally crack that damn case. That was mm-hmm. all she wanted. She got to crack the case and figure all that crap out. Um, uh, Lee, the lawyer, she got her way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was a whole thing for her. Uh, uh, Frankie, dead, we're assuming. I don't know, because we never went back to that. Like, did he actually kill him, the bodyguard? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. Frankie just wasn't there anymore, but we don't know what happens to Frankie. Um, the only female character that, well, no, I'm not the only, I'm going to say, along with Rosie Perez is what I meant to say, that got her way and didn't get her way was Fia. So Fia, like, Sophia. doesn't get her way in that she finds out the truth, which is yeah. devastating enough that she now gives up this child, but she also gets to finally escape her family. Yeah. But let's just get into this. I realize everybody sort of feels differently about things, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm not a kid person. But I would <sighs> I would assume that if you're committing to having a child, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, <clears throat> there's you know, you make that decision. I'm gonna have this kid and I'm either going to give it up for adoption, which her family would have never ever allowed at birth, yeah. right? So that wasn't even really an option for her. But I don't understand how she like hung out with this kid <laughs> for several months. And then was like, eh, I'm going to give him up for adoption. (laughs) It was kind of like, really? Could you really not have taken that child with you? I mean, so I guess the whole thing, like, you were saying, oh, well, you know, every time she looked at the kid, she thought of the father and what the father did. And it's like, okay, but that's still not the kid. Like, that's still your child. she had forgiven him as well. Right. And so it's just like, I'm like, could you really, did did you feel nothing? Yeah. I did sort of. I mean, she was crying. I did she sort of, but oh, well, how nice of her. I, um, I did Nothing sort of. Nothing sad like crying. <laughs> I did sort of feel like there was a disconnect with her with the child when the parents grabbed hold of the kid. Remember when she yeah. was like wrestling and she left the kid. She like ran out and left the kid there and have been like, oh, hell no. We're calling the police something. I'm not leaving my kid with you. Like hand me my child immediately. Well, she was 17, so I don't know the legality there. Still, her kid though. Yeah, but they didn't have legal. She didn't. Yeah, she could be a minor, but she didn't. She didn't sign that child over to the parents. I mean, it's just the whole thing was kind of a mess. Um, I was confused by that. I was confused by the priest. I was like, this did this guy really bring anything to the story? I'm sorry. Maybe this is just my like, uh, you know, being a much like her child 
unbaptized. And so my my thoughts go into hellish places. But I thought they were going to have something together. <laughs> Maybe I watched too much Fleabag. Yeah. But I was like, are they going to hook up? Is that what the priest was? Because she's 17. Yeah. You know? So I was like, uh, I don't know about this. But that was kind of the tension that they yeah. that I felt was built between them, that there was there was an attraction. Yeah. And then I'm like... And then just like that, he so he happened to have a he had a, a couple in his back pocket that could not conceive that they were like we'll take it. Yeah, I yep. mean that was convenient. Um, yeah, so the whole thing just kind of, I mean the 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 ironic. Because now there's the down, you know, there's like I want to see how the mom's going to react to Fia being gone and the kid, right, right, you know, and the and, ironic karma yeah. that she insisted on the child being baptized, and had she not done that, she wouldn't have gone to the church and met that priest and had the option to give her child right, up for adoption. Right. So those little things were like, oh, those little nuggets were fun, but yeah, and I mean, so there's it gets no the way kid being baptized yet you have no problem giving it away. So yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, how is how is Gina Baxter gonna respond? Yeah. All she want, you know, this kid was like, oh, my grandson. And yeah. now he's got, it's like she just, she stopped caring about her family and her kid all of a sudden because she had all this power, which is possible, right? Yeah. Like she she got she got that taste of power and now suddenly her kids didn't mean as much. Um, another issue that we both had was that the son, he switched teams really quick. Like all he wanted through these two seasons was his father's approval. Yeah. Like that's all he wanted. And then- just like that, his father's killed, and he's like, all right. Well, shot. He's not dead. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Out of the picture. Assumably killed. They, yeah. we, we, he, he assumed, at least initially, that his father had been killed or yeah. gravely injured, let's say. And then now he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm over here. Because mm-hmm. uh, he that, gets the power he wanted. I guess, but that it seemed like he wanted it so much from his father. So yeah. it kind of like was a little... I don't know. Also, also, did the mayor not get in trouble? I don't know. I don't think they really touched on what yeah, happened. Yeah, because I don't. Him. Yeah, because I don't know. You know, he had that confession tape, and I don't know if. But they didn't release that. Yeah, I don't know. That was part of the agreement, right? But what, then, why is he back in jail? You know, because that confession is what landed him in jail, and then um, they wanted to get rid of it because they wanted to use him to get to the Baxters and. Right, but he he could have just admitted to what he did. It doesn't mean that they used the confession tape to put him back in in jail. I guess, yeah, possibly. I mean, he still did what he did. Yeah, I'm trying to remember now, like how that ended. Well, there was no they they didn't address it. They just showed him going back to prison. There right, was no... but what did he say prior to that? Did he say anything? Yeah, to the to the to the cop to Costello. What didn't he tell Costello knew what was going on? Yeah, yeah. So you know, she's all righteous and shit, sort of um towards the end maybe not so much but yeah i don't, don't know. know like i don't know what happened with the mayor i was yeah, like I waiting know. they didn't they didn't uh i didn't know if they were gonna arrest him he'd be like shit <laughs> <laughs> i love when he does that i'm oh, upset but... that i didn't get that in this show oh, i was waiting gonna... for it yeah. um it's not like bruce campbell is gonna run as <laughs> yeah but it's such a it's he's such a classic way of saying it he does he's done it with so many characters yeah. um yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I liked, I, I mean, I liked the way it started. Also, we were convinced that they had used some type of CG with Brian Cranston. Apparently, that's that's just, that's all 16 pounds does to him. Yeah. If I lost 16 pounds, you wouldn't notice a goddamn thing that, that happened to me. I've lost more than 16 pounds. And, and like, like, I, I, I thought, 
I thought that they had obviously messed with it. Yeah. <laughs> with the image, because I was like, there's no way. Um, that whole thing, like, yeah, and then, like, I guess I, just off topic, I never understood the concept of, like, all right, I'm not going to eat. And you know what's going to happen, right? You know they're going to force you to eat, and you're going to be, like, intubated. I'm not sure of the actual term when they go through the nose yeah. for a feeding tube, but I'm going to I'm gonna go with intubation. It's a form of intubation, let's just say that, uh, which is incredibly unpleasant. Yeah. I, I, you know, I understand like you're sticking to your guns, right? Once I see the tube in the chair, I'm like, give me a cheeseburger. Like, because either way you're being fed. Yeah. Right? Either way you're being fed. So why do it the hard way? Yeah. Maybe prison food is just that bad. Worse than, yeah, it's still giving you prison food. Just, yeah. you know. Mushed up. Mushed up in a bag. Um, So, yeah, we did, We, I mean, we did enjoy the show. It was still a good show. It's still... You know, my intention, my attention was still uh, peaked, but things just started wrapping. All of a sudden, like we got answers to what happened to his wife and the connection. And then he just so happened to have the phone with the tracker on it. So yeah. Costello could find him at the exact moment that he was about to be shot. It was like, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Don't do this shit to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, this show was so not like that. Yeah. And other times that it was kind of like cheap that yeah. they did, especially with that. Like if I had to complain about any scene and the predictability, it was that one. It was like, you're telling me that she happened to track him, realize yeah. that something was wrong at the exact amount of time, like right before he was about to be killed. Come on. Yeah. That would have never happened. That's and also, like, she seemed to have absolutely like no worries at all. That she had just shot an officer without any information, right? I mean, still officer down, right? Whether yeah. he was guilty or not of these other things. Yeah. She's just, you know, and then this other guy kills himself. She just walks out of the house like nothing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of ironic that she was fighting for so much justice and then seemed to walk through like this cloud of corruption. Like just nothing could touch her. I'm like, uh, people are still dying. Two, two police officers died in your presence. Or the other guy was... Yeah, he didn't die. He didn't die, but potentially, right? Yeah. One guy is shot and the other guy is dead, both in your presence within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> There's no questions here. We're not yeah. going to ask what happened. Okay. Um, all of that was a little bit too convenient. Uh, but yeah, I, I wish I knew why they wrapped up the way they did. It just, it seemed like a lot. And then like having Moe's nephew was that her nephew like still yeah. be loyal to her like yes i guess that could happen and i understand but it's just like i don't know yeah. I, I didn't i didn't see My that other one little critique was that i felt that the two cops right the or the the the, the district attorney rosie prez's character and then the, the the female cop their friendship you know she was like yeah they, they just became friends very quickly well, I guess they need they because they went needed from, like, one she, another. Yeah, she went from like not really liking her, and then the next scene they're like laughing together. So that was kind of that threw me off a bit, but yeah, all in all, I thought it was a, a great season, and and the the writing and and characters are are so strong that all these little things are like they stick out more because it's you know what happened with Eugene Eugene Jones Eugene Jones I'm Eugene like, Jones. What what happened with him? He's he went away in uh protective I forgot. custody. That's Remember right. Okay, yes. I was like, prison. I just completely blanked on what happened to that kid. Yeah. Um 
yeah. So anyway, that was that was your honor. I mean, if you haven't watched it, we've ruined everything for you. But we're curious to see what other people thought. Did you, if you watched the show, did you feel that the ending was of the second season was a little magoo? Yeah, it was a little magoo for me. Um, anyhow, moving along. <laughs> so we watched. Um, she said, yeah. which came out uh, last year, I believe, and um, uh, this was uh, starring Zoe Kazan and Carrie Mulligan. Um, so Patricia Clarkson, obviously. Uh, what's that? Andre Brower, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. So this movie follows the the Weinstein. Uh, I guess the 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 birth. Of yeah. the Weinstein uh, investigation, if you will. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit on the fence about watching this because. Uh, oh, really? Well, yeah, because I'm just like, I'm over it. Yeah. I, I guess, so. you know, and not like in a, ugh, I don't care kind of way, but just I, I'd read a lot about it, you know, and it's just like, all right, I'm like, I, I'm kind of done with the topic, I guess, with him. Yeah. And, um, but on the other hand, it's like, you shouldn't be done with the topic, right? Because that's the problem. This is the issue that we have where it's like, all right, so Weinstein is in jail. Um, one can assume for the rest of his life because he's like, what, in his 70 or some shit like that? And yeah. he's been, uh, you know, he's sentenced to 23 years plus, I think, an additional 16 recently. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, un- unless by some miracle he gets out of jail early if he pulls a Cosby, which is possible. Yeah. Anything's possible because mm-hmm. they have money. Uh, but, you know, as- aside from... from some uh you know one percent miracle uh he'll probably die in jail yeah um but not i mean i don't feel like very much has changed i feel like there is like everyone hopped onto the movement yeah i guess that's where why part of why i didn't want to watch this was because i'd seen the outcome of this if this had come out right at the same time it would be one thing which would be impossible because we'd need all of the aftermath um but knowing like where this all went, I'm just like, no, it wasn't in vain, right? Because he's in jail and he otherwise would have continued doing this for for the rest of his life uh, if no one had called him out. But I, I don't really feel like very much has changed in Hollywood, right? It's just more like the my my biggest complaint with the Weinstein case is that they took down. It's basically like. You t- you take down the leader of a gang, but you left the gang members. Right. Yeah. I can you see know, that. It, it was kind of well, yeah, like I mean, Manson, was, right? Like you took Manson were... down, but you left all of yeah. you left a, Manson didn't. Act, I mean, he did do. You know, Weinstein yeah. obviously did. But I'm saying, like, you know, you left the, the you, you took you took the ringleader, and then and then you left everybody that not only that not only the enablers but a co-conspirators at this point really because yeah. they you know you knew what was going on and yeah. you were setting things up in a way to favor what he was doing so i was just kind of like i don't know this whole case to me is like there's good and bad and everything but i felt just like everything else it became like this movement and then it became somehow like something to monetize on let's sell shirts and like have fucking parades and sell hats with fucking cat ears and pussy shit everywhere and it's just like there's a big issue here that didn't get resolved it just became like a a fucking fun thing for people to jump onto Mm -hmm. because everyone's got to feel like they belong to some social justice shit and then until the next thing comes along that's my problem with it is like now it's done with and everybody just moves on to whatever's going on next and it's like no this is still this is still happening or or when when somebody does nap for 
like from now on, whenever somebody acts inappropriately and gets called out, they'll just say, oh, he's been me too'd. Was right. Me too. And it's yeah, like, well, it becomes a catchphrase. And yeah. it's like, you know, can we not cheapen this shit? Like, because this is, you know, um, yes, there were the, the actresses that were involved that. Uh, first of all, I have major issues with Rose McGowan. And I don't give a shit about anybody who has a problem with that. She's a, hu- a huge fucking hypocrite. Uh, so I don't like her. I'm not going to like deduce what happened to her. Like that's fucked up in the whole thing with Weinstein. But her. Her uh, complete reluctance to hold back on calling people out for things that she herself is guilty of, I'm not fucking cool with. I don't like that woman at all. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad that she spoke up and that all of that, but I, I can't stand the, that hypocrisy. And there's so much of that. It's just ironic that the hypocrisy in it. Yeah. Um, but it's that it's happened to so many actresses that weren't involved in this, right? When you when you you listen to other actresses in interviews that were like, yeah, I showed up for, uh, you know, an audition and I was told to show up in a bikini. Well, where's that fucking person? Right. Uh, right. What's what's her face from Shameless? From Shameless? Oh, uh, 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 the the sister. Yeah. Well, Fiona. Yeah, Fiona. Yeah. She. There's a story that she's infamously told many times and uh you know in interviews and stuff where she was asked to show up i believe at the director's house in a bikini just that was the direction and that and that then her agent or whoever manager whatever apologetically gave her this information like look i'm so sorry but this is what he's requesting it had nothing to do with the role she's just to show up in a bikini where is that person and then also why are we not calling out the managers and everybody else that are like oh i hate to do this then don't right if you hate to do this, right. <laughs> then don't do it. Well, I think, and that's one of the things the movie kind of touches on, is that nobody wants to be the one to do it. You know, there's strength in numbers, and I feel like, you know, a lot of times we, it's easy for us to sit back and say, and by us, I mean men, to sit back and say, well, if this person did this thing to you, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you complain or whatever? And it's like, well, look, like I've I mean, been... Ross, I'm sorry. That was going to drive me you know, I've this is a dream of mine, like and and I don't wanna like never work again because you know what I mean? So it's just this this power play. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's so then it, it becomes contingent upon all of these middle people to kind of step in the way and for us to put and for and by us I mean like just society to put these guardrails in place where, you know, these things aren't we're not putting the onus on the victims always, you know, because that's a huge thing, and especially in that kind mm-hmm. of culture is like the victim blaming and the the whole, oh, did you tell somebody? Did anybody witness this? Did right. blah, blah, blah. And I understand that that's a very slippery slope because, you know, you could, there are people that will take advantage of that, right? And mm-hmm. ruin people's career because they don't like them. But that's such a small number compared to the good that it can do to kind of take it more seriously. And so I, 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 uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's still no safeguard really to make yeah. it to 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 make it a safe environment for people to speak out men or women usually women obviously but men as well as we no, learned from Brandy this Frazier. yeah um and uh to to speak out and, and without any repercussions right but then another thing they kind of went into a li- very little bit in the film is like how do you how can you determine a repercussion right if you suddenly don't get any roles anymore it's like Okay, but you know what I mean. Like, how do you if, prove if, that it's because you said no to this? You if know what we're I mean? jumping like, on the strength in numbers, okay. If we're gonna say 
Well, the reason why X, Y, and Z didn't happen is because no one wants to be the one that 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 jumps on that and and is singled out and strength in numbers. This is where I say that this this is a, a whole movement that needs to take place in the entire industry, and everyone needs to jump in on it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's what in I mean other by words, guardrails. Like in other in... words, it's money, right? So you go, okay, well, one person gets singled out. Well, I'm going to lose parts, right? Ashley Judd, we're assuming, yeah. uh, has based Mira on Sorvino what she had said. Mira Sorvino, you know, people get singled out. They don't They don't get parts anymore. It's, we, we've seen it happen many times. And of course, that's, that's what they're going to do, right? There's no question that the ultimate villain in this story are the are the Weinsteins. They're the ultimate villains, but they have minions, many, yeah. many, many minions. And that trickles down to not only just your casting directors, managers, but also your co-stars that know this shit and continue to work on films with people that produce them that do this shit. Directors who continue to work with producers that they know are doing shit. We did also discuss this in that I give the slightest bit of leniency to certain men in Hollywood not doing more because they may not have, like, I'm not saying it's right in any way, shape, or form, but there's a difference between someone just being kind of pervy. You know, there's that guy that's like, hey, hey, and you're like, oh, God, I fucking hate that guy, right? There's a big difference between that and then, like, taking people's career down if they don't massage you or look at your deformed genitalia or watch you shower and shit like that there's a big difference between someone who's just kind of inappropriate and then that right, right. and so he's not he's not uh he's not assaulting men in the business right? right so like i could see how some men may have been like oh we thought yeah like we thought he was kind of like a dirt bag but we didn't think he was fucking doing all of that right? right like we didn't know but there were plenty that did know sure there oh, were plenty yeah. that that knew exactly just how far this was going and you know also if if women aren't if the women aren't speaking up about it not that i'm saying that they should have to but if they don't speak up then those details don't start circulating they stay in small circles and then yeah. you get you get a gag order and that's it like yeah. so they, it, it never spreads out but i think it has to be more of an industry thing right because to say well somebody would be afraid to speak out or speak up rather because they they're they would jeopardize their career but if enough A-list actors are going, no, fuck that guy. We're not going to fucking work with you. Change has to be made because now money's being lost. It's not, yeah. listen, it's not going to happen on a moral standpoint. No. Right? The, no. the, 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 the production companies are not going to be like, oh, it's wrong. Because you knew what was going on. You let the shit happen. But when they start seeing their money drop because enough A-list actors are going, not working on a Weinstein production, not working with this person, not working with this director who works with Weinstein all the time, yeah. knowing what's going on now. Let's just, let's just say, because we can't prove it. We can't prove who knew what they knew, right? right. We, we, people will deny it. Now that you know, now that it's out there, if you're working with people that are affiliated with that person, you are culpable. Yeah. So I really think it needs to happen on a grander scale and having yeah. enough people in the industry say, that's enough. Men as well saying, I don't want to work on a set where the women are being threatened my yeah. co-stars being threatened or sexually harassed. Not fucking okay. There is enough money amongst celebrities in Hollywood to start making production companies that do things differently. The yeah. problem is when somebody says, this is my dream. I love to act. And if and if if I speak, up, I, I know this thing about this person. If I speak up, then I'm going to, you know, it's going to jeopardize my career. Okay. No one is saying that you can't act. We're just saying that you can't be a multimillionaire. 
Yeah. Which one is more important? Listen, if I, I know how I, I didn't have it to that level, but I got a taste of that when I attempted to dip my toe into the business professionally. And as I started to audition for parts or uh, apply for parts that either required a video audition or whatever, and was offered parts, I already saw on an indie level, I saw this shit happening. I saw the creepy fucking perverted shit that started going on. And I said to myself, I have a decision to make here. Okay. At this, at that point, I'm already in my thirties. I mean, at that time I was in my early thirties. It's only going to get worse from here for me in terms of parts that I would be able to get. Right. I don't have a lot of selection here because of my age and because I'm I'm an unknown actor. So I either continue to pursue this and get so deep into how just how prevalent this shit is in the business. I'm already seeing it on this level. So it's only going to get worse from here. So I either push into that. Right. And wind up completely hating this, hating acting because I'm going to have a bad taste in my mouth about it. Or I accept the fact that I'm not going to thrive for fame and popularity and, I, and I'm never going to get those big parts. I'll just stay on an indie level. We have a production company. I still get to write. I still get to act. I don't get to make a living off of this. It would be nice if I, did, if I could. I don't, but I still get to do what I love. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the problem here. It's like when somebody's up and coming, I understand. But it's like when you've already got your foot in the door, I feel like it needs to be cohesive. Like... People, everyone in Hollywood, if these are your friends, if you're all friends, needs to be like, no, that shit's not okay. I'm not going to work with this person. That person assaulted my friend. Hey, everybody, like, what's going on here? Why are we continuing to work with people that do this shit? Well, because it affects your wallet. Yeah. Right? When you start speaking up and you're not getting roles, is it, are you really that heartbroken that you're not acting? You could always act in something lower budget. Yeah. Somebody you don't want to do that, though. Yeah. If you speak up, what, what well, you mean to say is if I you think, speak up, you're not going to get the A-lister roles. Right, but but you think, could always work on, in, on, on stage. You could always work in smaller right, productions. But I think there's an argument to be made to say, like, why? Why should you have to? Why should I have to? You yeah. shouldn't. That's why I said the ultimate villain in this is always going to be the Weinsteins. That, that is 100% the ultimate villain. But we have to think realistically in that we it, it's it's kind of like doing the what should happen and what does happen, right? Yeah. Should this happen? No. Will it happen? Does it happen? Is it happening? Yes. Right. So we have to move past the whole like, well, I, I think... shouldn't have to do this. No, you shouldn't. But here we are. Right. And you, if the industry isn't going to change, then you have to change it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And I think, you know, I think... As I got in, all worked up. Yeah. As unfortunate <laughs> as it is, you know, these these bigger celebs, the Brad Pitts of the world, you know, these people that have enough power in their own right that someone like Weinstein trying to, they could never ruin their career. You know, they're already like on this whatever level. But that's you know? what I'm saying. And if you they, have enough they, of those people doing that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if... Uh, <laughs> he said... <sighs> <laughs> um, uh. But also people, right? Like just the general public. Like most people don't care. Most people could side with Weinstein probably. Yeah, you know? other but, Weinsteins. But I, <laughs> other Weinsteins. But I feel like us as consumers have a, can make that choice if if the market isn't going to, you know, support someone like Weinstein's films, then – I mean that that's a very slippery slope as well because those people – 
you know, not everybody that worked on the film should be subjugated to you not supporting that film because it was made by somebody else. They're just trying to feed their family. If they're a sound person or a gaffer or something like that, they don't, you know, they, they don't know the inner workings of, 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 um, you know, the, the politics and, and sexual harassment of any given studio. But I still feel like, yeah, to your point, I think the only way to change it is to make it not profitable to be a slime ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really the only way that's change is ever going to happen. If you have big A-listers stepping up and saying, no, F you, I'm not working on this production. And I know some do. There are certainly some some bigger actors that require women to get paid equally and, and um, you know, won't work with certain people because they're scumbags or whatever. But you don't really hear about that, you know, because as they've went into in the film, you know, these powerful people also have power power over the narrative and can tell these newspapers what and what to write and what not to write. And, you know, and, and these people know the legalities and how to slip through certain things. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I look, I just think that and and, and every you know, every single, at least in this film, and I'm, I'm sure there's some truth to it. It's like, you know, when the, when somebody's accused of something, it's always like, well, what did you do about it? And it's like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to, I don't know. I think there's a way to, to kind of solidify proof without, mm. you know, um, kind of like putting your name out there, you know, telling your friends and telling, you know, a lot of these like to your, you know, you were saying, you kind of alluded to before. I was like, a lot of these actors or actresses were like, this stuff happened to them, and then they told their agent, or they told their friend, or they told the director, or whatever, and they did nothing about it. Um, where are these people? And it's like, you know, what good did that do? Yeah, I mean, so here, here's the thing, and I'll go back to like the Rose McGowan thing. I think this is a big part of this is a big part of the industry that there's that 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 I take issue with. Um, I'll get into it a bit for those who don't know. My issue with Rose McGowan is that she worked on, I don't remember the name of the movie, but she worked with director Victor Salva, who most people know as the director of Jeepers Creepers. Uh, I urge you to go into this man's history uh, and be warned. It's pretty graphic. Uh, And I don't, I don't understand how she could be so uh, steadfast in her criticism of somebody else working for instance I I think you know people went off on Justin Timberlake and a lot of people for working with Woody Allen again why are we working with Woody Allen right I mean why work with Woody Allen we all know what's going on there you know we knew what was going on there Um, another example of that Um, but she worked with Victor Salvo who who was not and not it wasn't an accusation it wasn't hearsay he was an accused pedophile he abused one of his actors recorded himself doing it this is not there's no there's no what if right maybe (laughs) it was he was convicted he did time the bigger issue my bigger issue than rose mcgowan is that he's continued in this business yeah he basically did his time and came out and they were like here's more money let's continue because he did this movie with rose mcgowan in 2011 yeah She's, I, I'm going to throw, she's got to be close to 50 years old. She's a little older than I am. She's going to be close to 50 years old. You knew what was going on. She even defended working with him at the time when it was brought up, I believe in an interview at the time, you know, what, what about his conviction and his past and whatever. And she was like, she, she was all Switzerland. Like, Oh, I don't, you know, he's a hard worker. I don't, you know, now all of a sudden, (laughs) all of a sudden 
you know, we're 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 supposed to be on the side of the victims. What about his victim? Yeah. What about that? Because you were you wanted money, right? You wanted to. Let's ju- let's just be honest. Aside from like Charmed, Rose McGowan's career never really took off. She did indie stuff. Yeah. She did a lot of indie stuff, but she never got that A list career that she wanted and that may be in part to what happened with Weinstein and there were rumors that she took a settlement that uh, who knows I don't know I don't know why her career didn't take off but um, working with a a convicted pedophile that's not it for me (laughs) that's just not it for me and I think there's unfortunately so many McGowan's out there that you know on the the front of things is this facade of like empowerment and all this stuff but then underneath it all it's like but i still want to i still want my fame yeah yeah once you know what's going on and you continue and 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 you're complying with this shit to push your career along that's not okay that's not okay and it's equally not almost as bad it's equally as bad for anybody else any male counterpart to know something about these people and fucking work with them yeah why are you working with people that do this you know it's not, it's going it, to, look, it's gradual. It's not something that would happen overnight by any means. It's like anything else. Right. But, but here's I don't the, see here's, enough movement from people. I, yeah. ju- I just really don't. Right. But here's the, here's the, here's the other side of that. I'll play devil's advocate. And okay. I'm not saying this as if I agree with it, but I'm just saying like, you know, if I, most of the time these people do this stuff in secrecy. So mm-hmm. lots of people don't know. So if I'm working with a director or a, an actor for that matter. Um, and they've been accused of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And um, like h- how far, like how much proof do I needs to be out there in order for you? You know what I mean? Cause people are accused all the time. Right. Obviously. And so um, I, I assume, you know, logic dict- dictates that, you know, the majority of those accusations are, are credible. They, they would have to be obviously. And so, uh, at what point does then the onus become on those people, I guess? You know what I mean? It's like if I'm working with somebody and I've heard through the grapevine that they did some shit that was shady, they're going to obviously tell me to deny it and say, no, I didn't do that. This is just people doing whatever. And it's like if I don't have any physical proof of anything, what am I to do as a but an actor or That's a, why I'm saying whatever. that. I, I will I will give the benefit of the doubt to people saying prior to this case that they maybe had heard or got a vibe that he wasn't like the greatest person like but didn't so, know somebody, that, didn't know the extent yeah. of it. But now that we know the extent of it, why are we not going after the people that had supported this? Yeah. Why are we not doing that? It's again and it's different if like someone I know or trust or a friend or you know, someone I work with multiple. says to We're me like, oh, I worked one. with this director and they did this to me. It's and it's not like, okay, one. Well. It, it, that's the problem is that when these things happen, it's never one. Yeah. Yeah. It's several people telling the same, you know, like, yeah, yeah, hey. And then people go, oh, well, they're in cahoots with yeah. each other. And it's like, and again, I'm not, you I'm really not, think all of these people on different sides of the world all are in cahoots? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not and does it happen? Like, I'm not advocating for, uh, obviously, for like, no, but here's that, the, here's that the problem. Kind of mentality of like, unless I see proof, nothing no. happened. But what I'm just saying is like, I think that there's an interesting conversation into the, the threshold, and everyone's going to have a different one in which you kind of, start to say like all right you know i've heard now from four different people that this fucking guy does this x y and z or whatever and it's like so this well, is a little here's shady, a perfect example I mean? for for me or us it wouldn't I don't take know. much for me personally but a perfect example for me would be james franco now i've never liked james franco when we met you oh really you don't like him 
you found him humorous. And I was like, yeah. I don't know if it was like. Well, no, the thing that the I, thing I, that I was before I knew anything about James Franco, I appreciated the fact that he would do a comedy and then do a serious film. And then he did like so, soap operas and stuff. And I was okay, like, sure, oh, but he's not a good actor. So I sure. never like I. it's like, OK, a lot but of people I, can do once that. Once I found out about. But I never liked yeah, the guy. No, I, like, I never, never liked the guy. I don't know if it was like a female, a female's intuition or something. But something about that fucking guy was like, I've met that guy. I've known that guy. I don't like him. I don't like him. But I didn't have any proof of anything. It was just like, don't like the guy. I don't know. It wasn't just the accusations. Like, so the accusations came out, started coming out. And it's like, well, you know, yeah, that that. That jives for me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I could see that. And then another one go, oh, yeah, yep. Oh, well, here we go. Here's another one. Still not proof, but here's another one. Okay. And then you've got the story about the, the professor that comes out. I'm like, well, this isn't even another woman that he was being an asshole with. Or, you know, this was somebody's fucking career that he ruined with his ego. Already knew that he had that going on. Strike three. Then we speak personally to two people who worked with him. Yeah. Physically worked with him, not people that we just met on the street that we that we spoke to and one that we that we're still friends with that were like, guys, a dick. Everything you've heard is true. I don't need any more proof. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like, I'm not going to say if I say, oh, that guy gives he, he gives off a douchey vibe to me. I'm not going to be like, he, he probably assaults people or he's probably a complete pervert. It's just like, I don't like the guy. I'm not saying that he's a pervert. I just don't like him. My intuition was correct there. Yeah. I, something about him just was off with me. And I and for me, it's the same thing with like Seth Rogen, right? To say, oh, I'm going to distance myself now. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me you didn't know who you were friends with. You're yeah. friends with an asshole. It's like good we've friends all, too. We've all been friends with that person. We're like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And so to me, that's it's the same shit. It's like you're choosing to be friends with somebody who treats women this way and treats people this way because the you know, with the professor as well, like the guy's a dick. Yeah. You are by association a dick. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but that's how that that like there's no way to disconnect from that when you're that close to somebody and pretend that you don't know things that that are well known about them. You know what I mean? And so this all goes back to like the should we, could we, do we have to look. In an ideal world, we sh we we shouldn't have to be the ones making the moves. Right. The potential victims shouldn't have to be the ones making the moves. We should not have to explain. Look, I've been, thankfully, not in a, a situation that severe, but I was in a situation where I was being propositioned by my boss, and I was young. I was sixteen years old, so not even twenty three, twenty four, mm -hmm. as a teenager. And I didn't, you know, they, I had a, I had a, always, always had a spunk about me. I know you can't believe that. That's, I'm so, so such a docile person. Um, and so that is what saved me a hundred percent was that I had the wherewithal and the strength in that moment to be like, all right, I got to fucking, I got to think my way out of this. Um, but I was 16 years old. And if I had not been the way that I was. If I had been a more innocent, like mild, you know, I would have totally fucking fallen for that. Yeah. My boss is telling me that I have to go with him in his van yeah. to go pick up videos. I worked at a video store. This man is playing porn in my presence, feet away from me, being a complete fucking pervert with the and and, the, and you know going back on it because I remember it like it was yesterday. He was completely trying to see how far he could push. Yeah. 
what what could he put on because he would like make the next one worse the next one worse. what would it take and there is a, a part of you that freezes I cannot explain it I can't explain it. so it's like I don't judge a person especially if they if they're raised in a, in a more conservative household they don't have a lot of life experience I understand how somebody just kind of freezes in that moment and just you're like a deer in headlights you're just like I guess I'll just wait till this is over because I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I had that moment of that, like, cause you're just like, is this really happening? Yeah. It's exactly what happens. It's like this internal monologue where you're like, is that, is that, is that porn? Is that, is that like, like, ser- did he just seriously put that on? Yeah. And you, you don't want to make eye contact with him. Cause you're like, what the fuck is going on? And, you, and he's staring right at you. So you're just like, you freeze. Yeah. You just freeze. And so should we have to, uh, uh, give an explanation for why we were afraid to speak up or didn't. Go- no, we shouldn't. Just like we should be able as women to walk down the street alone at night and not have to worry about getting mugged or raped or yeah. kidnapped or anything, right? Yeah. But join me in reality for a second. Yeah. You do. Yeah. This is what happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Violence, sexual assault. It's been around since the beginning of time. It will continue to the end. It is just yeah. ingrained all in us. All we can hope to do is mitigate it as much exactly. as possible. Exactly. That's know? all and you can do is mitigate it because you can't stop it. You yeah. can't control it. You can maybe alter it a bit if you're more diligent with laws and with uh, background checks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. One of the, the craziest things that was brought up in the film, actually, which I, I didn't know, was that if a, a company, if somebody in a company is accused of uh, sexual indecency or something that I, as a potential employee, don't have the right to look up that information. Or they can do a background check on check right. on me. Right. Right. To see if I what's the first thing they was saying? Did you have a criminal record? What was it a misdemeanor? Was it, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if my boss was ever uh, imprisoned for rape. Yeah. I have no right. I have no right to know that. Somebody that I could potentially be working with alone at night. Like, yeah, <laughs> I have crazy. no right of knowing that this person can just go about their business and none of that has to be disclosed. Does that suck? Is it bullshit? 100%. But we're not talking about an ideal world. We're talking about the world we live in where corporations, money, greed, all of this bullshit reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. So you have to be diligent in taking care of yourself. It shouldn't be. You should be able to just exist, but you can't. Right. So... That's why I feel like we do, unfortunately, have to make these choices and ask ourselves these questions. I shouldn't have to not, I shouldn't have to be afraid of pursuing acting and jobs and, and, and audi- auditioning for things. But it's just like, it, it was already starting to turn me when I was like, is, why am I being offered this shit? This is, like, yeah. why is it every fucking time? And it's always men writing creepy shit. Mm-hmm. And then offer, and then all of a sudden, you know, two, three emails in. Oh, we're gonna change the scene to have your top come off. Like, what the fuck? If that's happening on this level, yeah, you know what I mean. You can only imagine. It it's only gonna get worse. And so I was just like, okay, I'm still gonna do what I love, but I'm gonna remove myself from this. I shouldn't have to, but I'm going to because that's bullshit. Yeah, and that's that that's gonna make me hate what I love about this. So yeah. I'm gonna have to try to alter this a bit. And I think that for people that already have staked their claim in this business as A-listers and, and household names, the responsibility really does fall on them. Like if they don't change the way 
these production companies function. It's just going to continue. Yeah. We, you know, you can't turn a blind eye to it. You just can't. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we didn't really talk much about the movie, yeah. I guess, because we went into the topic. But that what was. What did you the think whole, about the film? That was the whole, ba- you know, the whole basis of 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 the film was, you know, just the the these two journalists who who had to kind of bite the bullet and and go after these stories. Yeah. Um. And you know, and I wish they would have, because I know, like, there was more, like. You know, they they dealt with a little bit of the backlash that they felt. You know, one got mm-hmm. a prank call, one saw like I'm sure they got several fan. of those. Yeah, but yeah, I wish they would have kind of de- delved more into the repercussions that they had to deal with and probably still are dealing with. Yeah. Um, I thought I, you know, from the outside, I thought Ronan Farrow had a a bigger part in all of this. I didn't know that they broke it. I thought Ronan Farrow was more of the mm-hmm. thing. So it was well, interesting they they broke he well Ronan broke it first. So yeah. Right? No, I, th- I don't know. I well, don't... the word like they were, Ronan was working on it already. Yeah. So well, they were both working on it. The both yeah. groups were working. And not that that's bad or anything. Like Ronan Farrow is probably a, a swell person, but I just thought he was more involved in 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 it all. But I guess you know that's a different newspaper, and they were probably doing their own thing as well. So. I think a lot of it was just ice breaking and, and and like like so many things that started to spread where it started to spread. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like look, the, the, it didn't take long before Weinstein found out. Right. Because right. everybody inside was was warning him. Yeah. So I would have loved like So this film from a from a film perspective, just looking at it as a film, I thought it was a good film. You know, um, Zoe Kazan and um, uh, uh, what's her what's her name? I blanked. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. We're the worst. They're both great actors and, and you know, they kind of led the film. And um, yeah, Carrie Mulligan. Right? Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan, yeah, she's and I, and I love her too. She's amazing. Um, anyway, it, it was it was this is kind of it reminded me a lot of that film with Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton where they had that newspaper. Oh, Spotlight. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it had a just in terms of tone and yeah. and and that sort of thing. Um, I would have Spotlight, loved, right? Was that Spotlight? Yeah, I think it was. I would have loved to have seen like a, a more a, a narrative version of this. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're telling a story of one, maybe one specific person and, you know, that could tell the story of what a million other, you know, mm-hmm. people or not a million with his, in his case specifically, but maybe who the hell knows with that guy. Um, uh, but I think that would have been a, an interesting take on it. I don't have a problem with the way this film was told. I thought it was educational and, and that sort of thing, but it did feel very much like a like a biopic or you know like a yeah i'll agree like with that. that that sort of kind and it of was like tone. almost two hours if not slightly over and it i felt like it didn't really give me as much information as i should have gotten in two hours i yeah. guess more about the people Just like felt very documentary-ish mm-hmm. and purposely slow i'm sure like yeah. it's not like i don't fault the movie for that but it would have been interesting i think to to see it in a in a more traditional narrative fashion you know I would think that 75% of the lure of this is just the story. So it's yeah. like you kind of like, like go, yeah. It, it, yeah, it sort of sits in the background, the, the, you know, the details of it in terms of, of it as a film. I'm just waiting for them to cut that. to uh, an interview. Somebody sitting in <laughs> <Yeah>. a chair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, you know, they did use the, the audio and stuff from, yeah. from his thing and, and all that. I mean, I thought that, that there was an interesting part with Carrie Mulligan's character. And I don't know how much of this was, you know, artistic freedoms that they took with what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she was sort of confronted coming back to work, when she was confronted with whether she should take the story or whether she wanted to, um, she had made a comment about like, 
all right, but should we be giving this story attention, like giving a story to celebrities that have a bigger platform than anybody else? Like, is this really who we want to? And like, ultimately, a victim is a victim, right? It doesn't matter their status. If they're victimized, they're victimized. But I did, I did appreciate that because it's like, you know, we, we, we give a lot of weight to celebrities, way too much weight in our society to celebrities. And it's like, yes, I, you know, I, I 100% can see how somebody like Weinstein would silence somebody that, that, that was a celebrity of Paltrow's and Judds of the world, right? But they still have a bigger platform than those of us who don't have a celebrity status. And those stories don't get told. Right. You know, the, oh yeah. I mean, Let's be honest. The only reason why Weinstein was stopped was because he victimized celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you if it had just because when it was just the women. Well, I don't like when it was when it was when it was the assistants and it was those people. Right. It was like, oh, this is bad. But the story didn't take weight until they could get the celebrities to come in. They needed a celebrity to speak up. And that was kind of the really sad part about it was that what if. Ashley Judd hadn't spoken out. Right. Would this story have, would Harvey Weinstein be in jail or would he at the very least be in jail for as long as he was sentenced if it had just been just, I'm air quoting, assistance and, and uh, cast, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was that it was attached to celebrity and that somehow the validity became factual. Yeah. Because celebrities now well, came out and said that it happened, which it sucks. It, I don't know if sucks. it's a celebrity thing. I mean, yes, I agree. But I also think that, you know, it's it's the power thing, right? So it did it, the story didn't become, didn't have any teeth, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better expression, until the celebrities jumped on board, Ashley Judd and whatnot. But I, I feel like th- if it was just normal people, those people don't have anything to lose by telling you know by reporting it or telling their story or or whatever whereas well they were gag ordered that's the problem no what i'm saying is like if this was just a normal dude that worked at you know oh a starbucks manager yeah like Mm -hmm. these starbucks employees wouldn't have it i think have less to lose um in terms of like the fact that they can get like there, there's not a Starbucks manager that holds the power over all employment well, because they wouldn't have the money to do it. Right. It was all about so, the, it was about the money of like being able to, to make things disappear. If you were to lose your job at a Starbucks, not to say that that job isn't like your livelihood or whatever, I think it's it's less likely that that person can ruin your life in terms of what sure, you want to do well, than somebody like a Harvey the, Weinstein the that has money is or that power. Wine... So, so I guess my point is that like it's it's. There's a, it, it's when the it's when the person has the the power over your career. That's the real the it. the the you know the the biggest the biggest crux there with Weinstein is that he his power was sort of tentacled out. It wasn't just his production company yeah. that you were blacklisted from. Right. He could take you down from other countries. He could take you down anywhere because he had so much power. So, yes, in comparison to say like, well, if this happened at a Starbucks, that wouldn't necessarily follow you to whatever other coffee shop you worked at or restaurant or whatever you did. It wouldn't necessarily follow you, whereas this would follow you. So if you are a casting agent, then you can forget about ever being a casting agent again because... He's going to make sure that you can't work in that town or in any town, really, is what I mean to say. He's going to take you down in the business. Right. Um, And and that that's the that's the bigger issue there. But I just feel like it 
I guess that's just my point is that this happens so often, but because there isn't a celebrity status attached to it, you know, a, comp a company or a corporation, they'll just pay it off because they don't want to deal with the publicity or they don't want to deal with this. And they go like that, 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 that. And they, you know, they just make it disappear. Um, and then also there is the issue of like people saying, well, why don't you pursue? It's like pursuing a lawsuit against a company that has far more money than you. If we've not learned anything yeah. is that, money is that that's the number that's the number one plus that you're going to have in there yeah. right that's that's your leverage so if i'm making minimum wage i don't have money to hire a lawyer or to keep a lawyer on retainer as this shit is going on and mm -hmm. and have them do my bidding and you know by the time i'm live i'm not even guaranteed to win if i lose i could be forced to pay their legal services as well yeah i've just put myself in further debt and guess what nothing's happened to them yeah so there's a lot, there is a lot to lose on a, on a, on a smaller scale. Yeah. Of, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, celebrity I was talking or, more or like whatever. it from an accusational standpoint in terms of like this person said, you know what I mean? Not from when something actually illegal happens, like mm -hmm. a rape or something like that. I feel like, you know, the less powerful people uh, tend to, to get caught more, I guess, or, or they, they obviously, you know, are, are um, deal with the repercussions of their actions slightly more than powerful people but um it's still yeah it's still a thing where like you know oh we fired this manager and and now this company just goes on and continues to sell coffee or whatever mm -hmm. we have nothing oh, well, against starbucks the, but this that's is just <laughs> we just decided to throw you in the middle of this um this has happened before this has happened with uh medical there have been medical cases of doctors that have acted inappropriately and you've had nurses that have noticed stuff and been like, well, this isn't right. And they 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 complain to the right person. Right. And they go like, hey, we, we don't think this this doctor's practices are 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 uh, clean. You yeah. know what I mean? There's something's going on here and they're brushed off. Right. Because yeah. the higher ups don't want to deal with it. The hospital doesn't yeah. want to have to deal with the bad publicity. They don't have to deal with this and this and that. They're getting their budget. They don't want that messed with. And then somehow all of a sudden these accusations nothing happens with them or suddenly you're let go as a nurse yeah. and then when you go for a reference somewhere else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and were well, you can just switch careers yeah. i went to nursing school and all of a sudden i can't be hired i have to become a private nurse or something because i can't work with another hospital because i've essentially been blacklisted yeah through you know what i mean it, it harvey weinstein is like a blip in on the bigger on, on a larger scale of things yeah. there are so many harvey weinsteins in every business in every career yep. there are so many of those guys so it's like it's such a minor <sighs> defeat you know what i mean because yeah. it's just like well i mean i think yeah like i'm glad he's in jail and all of that but it's just like <laughs> This is happening. He's not the only person in the business. Harvey Weinstein is one person yeah. in Hollywood, one yeah. of many that gets away with this shit. Yeah, but I, I do feel like, and my my perspective could be skewed, obviously because of my gender and stuff. But I, I do feel like I do feel like things are a little bit better. It seems that way, and by little I mean a little. Um, there, I think, that, I think things are a little more transparent, but I don't think they're better. Well, yeah, possibly. I, I don't know for sure, but it just, I would like to think that, you know, I'm an optimistic person and I would like to think that between what happened with Harvey Weinstein and just the, the, the life we lead on social media, um, with people like, I think 
people that do want to speak out that are being silenced now have a place to go with social media, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that can be more damaging than, you know what I mean? Like if, if you've been raped and you go to the cops, they just brush you off or they don't do the rape kit or whatever, you know, that bullshit happens. You, you could go to social media and kind of, at the very least, document the fact that you sure. complained about this. That's what and I'm so, saying. I think that it's been made more transparent. I, I think there's I, I more avenues like, for that. I but. guess I hopefully, I hope, I, I hope that this did make a, a bit of a dent in it. It's never gonna like we had said you, before. It's you, never gonna. Do you really think that? Because the the issue is not. I think it, but I also think it causes people to just have to be more secretive about it. Exactly, that's what I was just about to say. The compulsion doesn't go away. Yeah. Right. If you, if if somebody is uh, a serial killer, right, and they're watched constantly, if they're in jail, well, they can't, they can't kill people on a serial level, right, because they're under watch, but they're no less a serial killer. They're still a serial killer. They still have the that desire and that compulsion to want to end somebody's life. That's still something that's there. Having that type of, that's why I just think that it's more that it's transparent, right? There's more avenues for which uh, a, a potential victim could could voice their their opinion and their story and 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 out somebody. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It's not any less prevalent. It's still there. It's yeah. just that we've we you know we we're making it a little bit more difficult. They kind of have to work for it a little bit more than they than they did before. It wasn't as easy. But then we have this complete opposite where we, we go to the complete other end of the spectrum. Also, I would like to say that anybody who makes a false accusation on rape or assault or anything like that is a fucking asshole. And I think that they should be put in jail for as long as their crime, the crime against them and the, the person that perpetrated that would be put in jail. Because that takes people well, so far back. Yes, that's true. But there is a very small gray area in which somebody actually was raped, but... Maybe they didn't have proof or something. So if they can accuse someone. That's not a false accusation, though. Right. But in the eyes of the law, it could be. No, that's not how that works. No. The same same issue that we're having. What I'm saying is that. The same issue that we're having with Weinsteins getting away with their bullshit. What's happening is the same thing that happens with false accusations. Are they the majority? No. But they happen a lot more than people care to admit there have been many many cases of this happening we've seen this so many times on videos where uh, where and it's, it's always with women unfortunately uh that we see as the majority where a woman doesn't know that she's being recorded and the first thing that she says is i'll just fucking say you raped me to me that like you're right there with a rapist i'm sorry a person that would make mm-hmm. an accusation like that because you're taking the entire movement a hundred steps back. The yeah. reason why we have to put an actual rape victim through so much shit is because of that. Yeah. Which is also why we can't just at face value say, oh, well, somebody said this, that that this guy raped them. Well, he's guilty. Can't do that. Yeah. We can't do that because there are cases where, and, and especially especially when it seems to be that the movement is 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 heading in a a, a more uh, proactive direction where you go like oh people are actually starting to be jailed for what they're doing and it's you know it's yeah, start, yeah. right that only brings that person out they come out of the woodwork because they're like it's working yeah yeah all I have to say is this person raped me and I'm in yeah I, that I mean that absolutely I I can't I, I have you have no idea yeah. <laughs> in those cases um, and I've I've worked. When I worked in mental health, we had a case like that, and well, this kid's a... life was ruined. And the girl admitted that she lied, and that's it's so. 
the fact that that has happened so many times and then the the accuser gets nothing yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. You should be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a but I to my earlier point I think there's a big difference between somebody being proving that somebody is lying with like a videotape saying I'll just say you raped me or whatever. And the difference between somebody else being proved not guilty that they raped somebody. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because but I'm talking like, about I'm talking about the open and shut, and they have great I, lawyers. I'm talking and, about open shut cases yeah. where it's like they lied. Like if somebody was raped, but they have no proof of it. It's, that's just hearsay, right? And that's a really tough thing. Or to when prove you're, in court. you're raped by a police officer, right? Exactly. And then, but I don't. So my point is like I don't think those people when 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 the the accuser, be it a police per officer or whomever, is has been proven to have not done the crime. Yeah, but that's 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 not that what I'm talking mean that about. That crime I'm, did talk, not occur. I'm talking about cases where yeah, an yeah. accusation is made and they are proven innocent. Not that they couldn't be proven guilty, but that they were proven innocent and nothing happens to the accuser. Yeah. That But again, I feel like it, it's still very tricky because the, we all know how the justice system is. Right, but I'm not talking can... I'm not talking about in a case of corruption. I'm not talking in, about a case of like the person that's accused happens to be a multimillionaire well, no, and they here, paid let me, off let me, let me I'm trying to um, I, I don't guess. think I'm I don't think I'm explaining myself very well. If if somebody was actually raped they go to court. Now this person against somebody who's very powerful and then they'll just pay somebody to That's say, what I'm just saying. this person was but with I, me. But I'm not talking about that. So now from in the face of the public maybe or and 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 the 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 courts and the law, it's like, well, this person said that they were raped, but they were this with this other person. Yeah, but so that's this person a, lied. That, that's a case where there's a gray area, right? Where it's one person saying one person's word against another. That's there's so many different types of cases. There's there's those gray area cases. And then you have cases where it's open and shut. And the problem is that in an open and shut case, when somebody is is found guilty of having lied, nothing happens to them. So that just perpetrates people like them to continue to do that, just as it does a person who is an offender. Right. To continue what they're doing, because there's there's no punishment. There's no, you know, the, the, the stakes are low there. Yeah. Like, I'm, st- I'm going to get away with it, so why wouldn't I do that? I'm talking about open and shut, not those cases where it's like, well, this person is still sticking to their guns, and this person says they didn't do it. I don't know. Or, and especially when it's those cases where it's like, well, we can't prove it, but we've got several people over 20 years that have said this about the person. I think it's pretty clear to say that that person is what everyone's accusing them to be. They just have the money to clear it. But I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that this... There's so many of these people in this business and they're in, in, in all businesses and they don't really get, they get shadowed, they get thrown in the shadows and they get overshadowed by the Weinstein cases because then that the whole, the whole topic of sexual assault in the workplace becomes that one person. Yeah. And then everybody else is just, they, you know, they kind of crawl into their little cave. <laughs> They're good for like a couple of months so yeah. that nobody will say anything bad about them. They pay off enough people. But you can't do that without assistance, right? They're not walking up to the person and knocking on their door and going like, here's $20,000, don't say anything. They have a lawyer and they have people that all do this bidding for them and all these people are cool with it. Yeah. You know, that's their, well, it's my job. That's my, that's my client. Yeah. You know what you're, what deal you're working out here. You know what the, the, what the stakes are here. Yeah. You're doing it anyway. That's my point. <laughs> my point is that the world sucks and... Most of the people in it suck. Yeah. And just when you think it can't suck anymore, <laughs> it sucks. And 
I thought it was a good movie, but like I said, I think that a lot of it became too much of a movement to jump on that people abandoned. And now we're like, all right. Like, oh, yeah, one scene's in jail. Like, we're nowhere close to yeah. actually defeating this issue. Yeah. Or making a dent in it because you're never going to defeat it. You're always going to have some creep or, you know, that, that you can't, that is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. But how that gets approached is a different story. And I don't really feel like much has happened there. We went from like, uh, you know, complete sexual harassment to like somebody going like, all right, well, we're going to change. We're going to make all new videos that people have to watch. All the employees have to watch all of these videos. And so if you recognize that your coworker got a haircut and you say to her, oh, hey, I like your hair. Pervert! Yeah. What? <laughs> like, what? That is just as harmful as doing nothing. You're being ridiculous. Yeah, because you it know, is not. I put a lot of effort into my you? hair, and I want people <laughs> to, to whatever hair you have. You yeah. put a lot of effort, and, and I, I want, want somebody people to, to notice. acknowledge it. Uh, you know, and then it's a slippery slope, right? Because somebody can go, "I like your hair." Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "That's fucking weird," right? And then it's one person's word against it. Oh, I yeah. just said that I liked her hair, so I understand it. Like I get it, but this is part of the world sucking, right? Yeah. That you can't. For for the everything has the to be majority, set up for the lowest common denominator. Every, everything has to be set up for the for the most extreme and for the lowest common denominator because you cannot trust that enough people will do the right thing. There's always somebody yeah. that ruins it for the lot, always. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee that the the majority of people that go like, oh hey, you cut your hair are not being perverted about it. Yeah. But now you can't even say to somebody, oh, hey, you cut your hair because it's like, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it just means that I noticed you cut your hair. Why are you worried about my hair? Yeah. I don't know. I just noticed that it was 12 inches shorter because that's pretty drastic and I said something and I shouldn't have said it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it 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 devalues these 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 cases where there is actual malicious intent yeah it devalues them greatly well that's the thing when we start to trivialize just random comments well that's that that don't have ill intention kind of um uh flaw in the legal system i guess for lack of a better word is that you can't prove intent no you can't you know what i mean so if i say to you your hair looks nice what's my intent there and you can't really prove inflection yeah you know, it's one per. Oh, I didn't say it that way. Oh, that's how I took it. You know. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> so. So it's not my responsibility how you take something. It's very. It's very. It's a very slippery slope. Yeah. Very slippery slope. Um, and I say this having been around and worked with many a pervert. Like I. Yeah. I get it. Um, but I just feel like we have a very long way to go. Anyway, we just went on a tangent there, but it's an important. It's important. It's a very very prevalent topic in this business. You can yeah. go with any with any indie or not. I mean, yeah. like I said, I I dealt with it with people that had no budget and I can only imagine how much worse it gets when you have sixty million dollars at your disposal and you know, yeah. you're able to hide things. Um also uh, just a side note, um, I wanted to mention that the new Disney Peter Pan live action movie uh, has uh, one of the actors, the leader of the Lost Boys, has Down syndrome. So this was a big story that, uh, well, big story for me because we've always, you know, kind of followed uh, disabilities in film and the, how insane it is, uh, the rules that they make for people with disabilities to yeah. even apply. So um, 
I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised that uh, I thought that was a, a step. Is it is it fixed? No, yeah. it's not. But it's a step in the right direction, and I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, say what you will about Disney, I certainly don't think that they're without flaw by any means. But mm-hmm. um, that was kind of that was kind of a big deal. I'm kind of curious now to like see how this. I'm going to be honest. I probably wouldn't have really rushed to see that. Uh, I like I like to law obviously, but mm. I probably wouldn't have rushed to see it. But I'm like, okay, like this kid had to do pretty good to to have been cast, you know. So like, yeah, I hope I hope to be able to see more of that. Yeah. Also, um, anybody that has been listening for a long time knows how much of a fan of Orphan Black we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think the the new Kristen Ritter series comes out this month. They released some some images and stuff. You're so, excited for them? Yeah, I want to see where I want to see where where it's going. You know, it's, I want to see. Listen, Tatiana Maslany is orphan black. Yeah, you course. can't. Of course, but it's it's even if it was just a uh, no even shade if it, to Kristen Ritter. It's just it, uh, yeah. I'm just interested to see what 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 they're what they're gonna do with the property if they're gonna do something. Are they continuing this or I don't even look this up because I don't care. No, it, it takes place in like twenty sixty five and we don't know Oh, for the love of Pete. I don't know. Not like some kind of dystopian future. It's just far in the future and, and, and <laughs> let me tell you something. And, At the rate uh, I, that I we are environmentally twenty sixty five is a dystopian yeah, future right. if we make it that far. Yeah, I don't and I don't know it's not clear if she's gonna be playing a bunch of clones like like Tatiana did, so I don't know. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I am intrigued to see. Like, even if this wasn't tied to Orphan Black, it's something I'm sure I would watch anyway. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Why not just make it its own thing? Well, that's what I, yeah. Because, you you know, you're piggybacking off of the popularity and the fan base that you had with the original, which I think is cheap. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, just do another really? show, especially if it's set in the future. You know, you could have, why did it need to be... Just yeah. do another clone. It's not it, Orphan Black isn't the first show to talk about cloning. You know, I mean, yeah. just make another clone show set in, in in the future, but don't call it Orphan Black. You can't. Orphan Black Echoes. Echoes. <sighs> that would be great if she showed up, and they just kept making her clones. Forever. In twenty sixty five, yeah, they kept just they just kept her going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I. Uh... I mean, my only because we were such fans of the show, and my curiosity is peaked by like maybe fifteen percent. Mm. But I, I don't, I just don't like that they sort of digested from the same belly well, of that book, show. I, I uh, a book series that I don't know if it was one book or a series. I think it was a series of smaller books about um, the continuation of. Tatiana story with her doing the voice and stuff, but I haven't we'll, listened to we'll, that. We'll see what happens. And also, the I don't know how far they've gone into this, but there's the rumor of the Squid Game being remade. Yeah. Really? It's not. It's Is still it ongoing. I don't even do remember. That? It was some famous director. I don't even remember. I just why? Yeah, they haven't. They're still making the. Origi- they're literally <laughs> still making. What are you doing? Yeah. What are I don't you doing? Like that. I don't understand that. Um, anyway, that's enough gruff attitudes and complaining and tangents and anger. Uh, welcome to the show if it's your first time. They're not usually this long. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> we either lost you or we gained a fan. I don't know which. I, it is what it is either way. Probably both. Um, again, we don't know what the hell's going on next week. So uh, we'll figure it out and maybe you'll be there to join us. Shout outs to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And if you have a film or something you think we should watch, you know, send it our way. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what's up. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.